This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We wish you a warm welcome from the ministry of the Christian Crusaders. Have you ever wondered what God is like? We tend to criticize Him on the basis of our life experiences. In today's program, we're going to learn more about God from an Old Testament prophet who lived 700 years before Christ. Today's message, What is God Like? In our worship today, we explore the question, what is God like? How can we know him? The prophet Micah in the Old Testament paints a beautiful picture of God and how we can know him. Let's pray. Dear Lord God, we want to know you. We want to have faith to trust your presence and power in our lives. We want to understand how you are relevant to our day-to-day life. Come by your Spirit and open up these truths of your Word to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Today's scripture comes from the Old Testament prophet Micah, chapter 7, verses 7 through 9 and 18 and 19. But as for me, I will watch expectantly for the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. Do not rejoice over me, O my enemy. Though I fall, I will rise. Though I dwell in darkness, the Lord is a light for me. I will bear the indignation of the Lord because I have sinned against him until he pleads my case and executes justice for me. He will bring me out to the light, and I will see his righteousness. Who is a God like you, who pardons iniquity and passes over the rebellious act of the remnant of his possession? God does not retain his anger forever, because he delights in unchanging love. He will again have compassion on us. He will tread our iniquities underfoot. Yes, you will cast all their sins into the depths of the sea.
Dear friends in Christ, grace, mercy, and peace are always for you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. If someone asked you, what is God like? How would you answer? If you came up to someone on the street and just said, tell me, sir, what do you think God is like? How would they respond? How would any of us know God? There's a parable about a number of blind men who encountered an elephant. And different ones gave different answers to what this animal was like. The first said, feeling his trunk, he's like a snake. The second said, no, no, feeling his white tusks. He said, this animal is like a spear, sharp. The third said, feeling his huge ears, it's like a leathery, huge fan. The fourth felt his legs and said, he's like the trunk of a tree. The fifth man said, feeling his body, the sides of the elephant, he's like a great wall. But the sixth man, feeling his tail, said the elephant is like a rope. Each one described the animal, the elephant, based on their limited experience and exposure. Well, God is invisible to human eyes. So how do we know what God is like on our limited experience and limited exposure? What is God like? If we saw a glorious sunset, we'd say God is a master artist creating beauty with his power. But if we saw a tornado rolling across the Midwest plain with destruction all around, we'd wonder, though God is all-powerful, is he for us or is he against us? The great renowned scientist Albert Einstein once said, I dance to the tune of an invisible piper. He stands behind the universe. He is God. In C.S. Lewis's book, The Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, Susan and Lucy are speaking to Mr. and Mrs. Beaver and Mr. and Mrs. Bieber are sharing with them about Aslan, the lion of the story, who is the Christ figure. They ask if Aslan is a man, and Mr. Beaver replies, Aslan a man? Certainly not. I tell you, he's the king of the woods and the son of the great emperor beyond the sea. Aslan is a lion. A lion. A great lion. Ooh, said Susan, I thought he was a man. Is he quite safe? I shall feel rather nervous about meeting a lion. And Mr. Beaver says, of course he isn't safe, but he is good. He's the king, I tell you. What is God like? The prophet Micah 
lived about 700 years before Christ. Like all the prophets, he spoke a word of truth and warning of possible doom and judgment to the people, begging them that if they persist in their patterns of immorality, of their unfaithfulness, of their injustice and mistreatment of the poor and spiritual arrogance, that they are in danger of suffering the consequences of their wrong deeds. But, like all the prophets, he also speaks of God's power to deliver and God's love and mercy inviting them back, and that God is the basis of hope. What is God like? How does he reveal himself? God does reveal himself because he wants us to know him. If we saw God in creation and saw the harmony of the universe, the planets in orbit around the sun, if we saw the rhythm of the seasons, if we saw the interconnectedness of the human body between our intellect and our lungs and our circulation system, our muscles and skeletal system, we'd say God is a master designer of great, infinite, intelligent and he is worthy of our praise. Think of the glory of a birth of a newborn baby. But we also have seen God reveal himself in miracles. We love miracles. Interruption of the natural order by a supernatural touch of God to restore lost health, to protect us from danger, to work for our good. We love miracles that come as a result of answered prayer or our deliverance. But I think it's also true that we understand God revealing himself when a person is going through great adversity or a dark period of their life and God's spirit pours strength into the person to give them courage and peace to persevere when life is hard. That also speaks of God's presence and power. We also know lots of people who have experienced a radical transformation of life because of encountering God. Maybe they were living self-serving, self-indulgent lives, and their behavior pattern, attitudes, and speech punished and poisoned the people around them on the journey. And then they met Jesus Christ. They learned of the forgiveness of sins and the possibility of being raised to new beginnings and their lives were radically changed, transformed into people who now love God, trust God, and love people around them to bless them. God reveals himself in changed lives. But the ultimate revelation of God to us in the world, in history and for all eternity, is the cross 
in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. John 1.14 says, The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus came to our world seeking rebels in love. What is God like? Look at Jesus, the perfect Son of God, who, though without flaw, was crucified on a cross, and then God raised him from the dead. In the death of Jesus on the cross and the resurrection of God bringing Jesus back to life, we know that God is holy, but God is also just, fulfilling the law, and God is loving, merciful, and forgiving. He's a God of second chances. He's a God who seeks to invite us to be reconciled into a relationship where we receive God's unmerited favor and grace. So let's come back to the words of the prophet Micah. Because of the cross and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, we know that the words of Micah are true when first he tells us that God has an enemy and therefore you and I do too. Micah says, Don't rejoice over me, O my enemy. Though I fall, I will rise. Jesus said it this way, There's a thief who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I came that you might have life and have it abundantly. In 1 John 4, 4, we read, Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. It's appropriate that we be aware of the prince of darkness, the enemy of God, and therefore our enemy too. But always remember that in Jesus Christ, he is already defeated. Yet he still tries to harass us and bring us down and steal our faith. The second powerful truth about what God is like that we learn from Micah is God always hears our prayers. Because of the cross, we have unlimited access to God. In 1 Peter 3, it says, The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. His ears are attentive to our prayers. I love what Psalm 116 says, I love the Lord because he hears my voice. Jesus in Matthew 7 said, Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. And then there's that powerful promise in First Chronicles 7. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. The third beautiful truth about what God is like that is in Micah's words in the seventh chapter is that God always picks us up when we fall, wherever we fall. No matter why we have fallen, God in his grace comes to find us where we are in the dirt 
and lift us up to a new beginning. The fourth truth from Micah the prophet that tells us what God is like is that God enlightens our path out of the darkness. There's a story of a U.S. naval battleship captain who requested over radio frequency that the approaching light coming at him on the sea was from another ship that should change its course. The other party responded that no, this naval vessel should change its course. The captain of the first naval vessel reiterated his command. I am the captain of a U.S. battleship, and I demand you change course, or we'll have to take drastic action. The other radio voice said calmly, Well, I'm a lighthouse. It's your call. Isn't it true that though God is a light out of our darkness, that we're stubborn in our attitudes and behavior patterns. We want to maintain control of our lives. But Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. If you're stuck or lost, Jesus says, I am the way. Fifth, what is God like? According to Micah, God pardons all our iniquities, whether done in weakness or in willful rebellion. God passes over our rebellion. God removes our sin from us and casts our sins into the depths of the sea. He tramples our sins underfoot. All our sins are overcome by Jesus who's gained the victory for us. In Psalm 103, it says, As far as from east is from west, so far has God removed our sins from us. And in Jeremiah, it says, I will remember your sins no more. Micah, the sixth picture of what God is like. Micah said, God pleads my case. In 1 John 2, it says, If anyone sins, we have an advocate, a defender named Jesus Christ. He's the best defense lawyer that could be found. Jesus rises to speak on our behalf and claims us in love and tells our accuser, This child is forgiven. The seventh most beautiful picture of what God is like is that Micah says, God delights in unchanging love. Just think of how a parent holds a newborn baby and looks with adoration and infatuation in that little child's eyes. It's more than being legally absolved of our sin. God invites us to know that we are the delight of his love. How would you and I respond? God hopes that we would love him in return and trust him in life. But it's possible that we could openly reject God and be hostile in our defiance. We could mock all things Christian. But the third response is that we would totally ignore God and live our lives as if God does not exist. 
A member of our church works in a business that provides oxygen help for those that are struggling to breathe. And when they're on oxygen, they feel better, stronger, and they can take life in. God, in the name of Jesus, pours his grace and forgiveness and spirit out to you every day. Will you open up your heart to the beauty of what God is like in his love for you? In the name of Jesus, God offers us life. Amen.
Let's pray together. Lord, we thank and praise you that in the life, death, and resurrection of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, you have revealed yourself to us as a God wanting to know us in a relationship of love. Pour into us your Spirit that we would live a strong faith in you. Thank you, Jesus, for the fulfillment of all the promises of God's Word for us. Bless us now and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You've been worshiping with the ministry of the Christian Crusaders. We pray today's message has encouraged you to open your heart to the beauty of what God is like in his love for you. Christian Crusaders is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry supported entirely by the gifts from friends of the ministry. If your heart was touched by the message of this ministry and you would like to see it continue, we invite you to help support our mission with your prayers and gifts. Contact us anytime, toll free at 1-888-MY-FAITH or 888-693-2484. Our mailing address is 7401 University Avenue, Cedar Falls, Iowa 50613. All gifts are considered tax deductible. If you enjoyed today's message and would like to hear it again, be sure to check out our website, christiancrusaders.org. Both an audio and printed version of today's program are available, as well as messages from past broadcast. Visit us online today at christiancrusaders.org. We are happy you chose to worship with us today and invite you to join us again next week. Conducting our service was the Reverend Lee Lavig, pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Spencer, Iowa, and associate speaker on Christian Crusaders, now celebrating 83 years of continuous Sunday worship broadcasting. From all of us at Christian Crusaders, may God bless you richly with His grace, mercy, and peace this day and every day.